Welcome to episode 34. This is your host, Derek Chaser, where chasing the Walt Disney World resort magic is a reality. I hope everyone had a great week, and without further ado, let's start the show. I am being joined today by my fellow co-host, Mindy Chaser, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about all the happenings at Walt Disney World this week and more. And all stories, as always, are from DisneyParks.Disney.Go.com, their official blog. How's it going, Mindy? Pretty good. Just enjoying a busy weekend, but thankful for the downtime. And you're back in school, right? I am back in school, so with that comes a very busy schedule, but uh, this is a nice little reprieve from from that, and it's always good to think about our happy place, kind of make things happy. Absolutely. Uh, Well, let's get into it. The first story is uh, Disney Enchantment, an all-new spectacular at Magic Kingdom Park, which is going to debut on October 1st for Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration. And this is going to be the spectacular parade that is going to um, replace um, the current one that's going on that that we've kind of come to love over the last couple of years, uh, Happily Ever After. So... This is going to be the replacement for it, and they did they did finally say uh, not too long ago that Happily Ever After will be ending, I guess, probably the last day in September. I think they said or is it, it before? Like September 28th, maybe, but don't quote me on And it might even be in this article. This article is going to be uh, was written by Sean Slater, who is the Senior Communications Manager at Disney Live Entertainment. And, Mindy, I'll, I'll let you kick it off here. All right, so as he previously announced... Disney Enchantment, which is an all-new nighttime spectacular, it is going to debut on October 1st, coinciding with the most magical celebration, and um, he's going to share more details. This all-new spectacular inspires everyone to believe in magic with captivating Disney music, enhanced lighting, immersive projection effects that extend for the first time down Main Street. So instead of the fireworks just being like straight at the castle, it's actually the lighting and things are going to go all the way down Main Street. Um, there's an, an or, emotional original song entitled You Are the Magic. Okay. So by Philip Lawrence, who's a Grammy winner. And throughout the show, um, there's going to be stunning fireworks uh, with for guests through the park and neighboring resort hotels. So since opening day in 71, dazzling fireworks shows have provided that perfect exclamation point at the end of a fantastic day at Magic Kingdom Park, says Mark Renfro, show director at Disney Live Entertainment. From Fantasy in the Sky to Wishes, Holiday Spectaculars, and Happily Ever After, each show has raised the bar, and this one is going to be the best yet to come. So he is very excited about it, and it looks really beautiful in this picture. The lighting is extending down Main Street, USA, so I think you're really going to want to be in that area to see it and the image that's in- so included in in the article it looks almost like some of the lighting that's going down main street usa is matching the lighting on cinderella's castle yeah. a little bit from what i can the see the coloring is very, and they've done something similar to this in Disneyland before, but this is the first time they're doing this in Disney World, and uh, it's it looks awesome. Yeah. It really does. Based on the mock-up here, it looks really projections, cool. Projections down Main Street, so I think it's going to be really really neat. They've got um, it's called Disney Enchantment, and it says we join dreamers like Tiana, Miguel, Rapunzel, Ian, and Barley from onward. Kind of surprises me, actually. That's kind of a, yeah. Um, and we set out on an incredible journey with adventurers such as Moana, Rhea, and Judy Haas. That's really cool. We, we, we really love Rhea. Raya, I should say. Raya. Joe Gardner from Disney and Pixar Soul takes us into the zone where we develop, discover a whimsical world inspired by the style of legendary Disney artist Mary Blair, filled with beloved characters from classic stories like Beauty and the Beast, We've got Alice in Wonderland, and then we have some of the contemporary tales from Lu- Luca, is that what mm-hmm. it's called? Luca and Wreck-It Ralph. I couldn't remember the name of that. Everything builds to a climatic moment as Tinkerbell takes flight, so that's good, spreading shimmering gold pixie dust and empowering us all to believe in ourselves and the magic around us. Sounds really, really cool. 
Oh, wow, that's pretty. And then uh, a little bit more. Disney Enchantment features characters, moments, and music from dozens of Disney and Pixar animated films. The show takes us beyond the ordinary to a land of magic where we're swept up in a world of wonder filled with friendship, love, and fun. Through it all, we'll discover we only have to look within to find the power to believe and make dreams come true because the magic was inside of us all along. And uh, once again, it's going to debut on October 1st at Magic Kingdom Park as part of the world's most magical celebration. And the disclaimer here is to keep on reading the Disney Parks blog for more details as the show gets closer to the 50th anniversary celebration. And I think we might have mentioned this on a previous podcast. My understanding is the 50th anniversary is going to run for about 18 months. Yes. So with everything, unfortunately, with COVID still um, flaring up again, hopefully if someone really wants to get to this, it's not like you're going to have to run out and get there you know, this year in 2021, it will carry into 2022. And the first part is my understanding of 2023, a couple months into 2023. So there will be a chance for people to go see this. And hopefully a year, year and a half from now, whatever normal is going to be, we'll be a lot closer to that. And hopefully by then anyone that wants to go, will be able to go and feel comfortable going. That's what I really hope for everyone. Cause it looks like this is going to be an amazing experience and uh, we're hoping fingers crossed we have uh, um, plans in place to where uh, tentatively um, we're going to try to get down there um, and and see the show sooner than later so we're really looking forward to uh, when we're going to get chance to see this Mm -hmm. you know sometime after october 1st this year okay anything else on that looks great looks like it's going to be a really 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 awesome as sad as i am to see Happily ever after. We were go. sad to see Witches go. Too. I know. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, you know, the only thing that would make this better would be a nighttime parade. So I think this will probably raise the bar from Happily Ever After. It looks really neat. And a sidebar for anyone that's going down to Walt Disney World in the next several months, the first live parade that is coming back is actually going to be during the Christmas after hours. There's going to be, I think, 23 nights that they're doing the Christmas after hours. They are bringing back the full parade for the typical uh, Christmas parade that they have at Disney World at Magic Kingdom. So throwing that out there. Uh, It's not one of the stories this week, but I'm sure it's going to pop up a little bit closer. It gets to that date. But those tickets did go on sale about a week or so ago. And with that, you can get in at 7 o'clock and... The party officially starts, I believe, at 9 o'clock after the fireworks show we just talked about. And it's going to go to 1 o'clock at night. So it's going to be four hours, limited parks. And if it's anything um, along the lines of the Halloween party going on right now, the After Hours Halloween party, it was very light crowds, which is awesome. So you'll be able to watch this parade, get on some uh, rides that you might have to normally wait for. It is crazy, ridiculous, expensive. I'm not going to lie. It's the most expensive after hours that they've had that they've ever had, actually. Um, I think the high runs almost 230 bucks toward closer. It gets to Christmas uh, per ticket per per individual. So it's steep and there's really not much of a credit for kids that are under 12. But just throwing that out there, the full blown parades are going to be actually back in the park at this event before the end of this year. So more and more, I think part of, and I'm not going to go on some long spiel because everyone's heard too much about COVID and everything else going with it, but Disney and their cast members did reach an agreement where they all are going to be vaccinated if they want to work at the Disney Walt Disney World Parks. And I think that's probably why they're feeling more comfortable about bringing back the parade and by the time that parade comes back everyone would have had a chance to get the vaccine because i believe they're giving them a month or two months and it takes a while for that process to complete so that's why i think we haven't seen the parades and just the cavalcades but with all their cast members getting to be uh vaccinated that work there it's just a matter of time maybe with that another positive that might come from that regardless of how you feel about that personally is maybe the character meet and greets will be coming back sooner than later as well. Because I think once all that happens, it's just going to be one step closer to hopefully putting 
the magic to back to what it was prior to the last year and a half. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But I just wanted to throw a little bit of that out there. If someone was wondering, well, why, why do they feel comfortable bringing some of this back with everything going on? And in my humble opinion, the reason why they feel comfortable is because they are changing the way that their cast members are going to be protected during this time. Sounds very well said. Thank you. Okay, the next story. And this is a contentious one at that. This story actually came out about 10 days ago, but it was close to within the last week. But it's probably the biggest news that's come out of Disney in quite a long time. And that is the replacement for the Fast Pass system that they had. And that is the introduction to the Disney Genie service, which is being marketed as the greater choice, flexibility, and fun, all, personali all personalized just for you. Before we jump into this, this is the replacement for FastPass. They are going to be using the Disney Genie service at both Disneyland and Disney World. So both uh, parks in the United States are going to be using this Disney Genie service. There is a regular Disney Genie service, which we'll talk about, which is going to help you customize your trip. That costs nothing extra. And then there's going to be the Lightning Lane service, which we which replaces FastPass, which has a cost that goes along with it. So we'll get th we'll, we're going to get through. So the, there is a regular one that's included in your park ticket. That just helps with planning and says, hey, go to this ride. Uh, but it does not get you into the Lightning Lane, which was oh, like the FastPass. Okay. Oh, okay. So um, we're going to read through the article, yeah. and then Mindy and I are going to kind of go back and forth and give our opinions on what we think of it so please bear with us we're just going to go through this article first and then we'll have a little bit further discussion and kind of get into the weeds a little bit but uh this one right here the disney genie service to reimagine the guest experience at walt disney world resort and disneyland resort was uh written by avery mayer uh, who is the manager of communications at walt disney world resort and the article starts out we're almost ready to let the disney genie out of the lamp and I, I'll stop there for a second. I love the idea that they're branding this. I, I like Aladdin. So I think everything as far as the graphics yeah. and everything, it's cool. I don't have any problem at all with, you know, how they decided to go with the genie. I think it's kind of unique to them. But coming this fall to Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resort, Disney Genie is a complimentary and convenient the first part new digital service designed to create your best best Disney day. We've been listening to your feedback. You want planning to be easier, you want more flexibility, and you want better tools to help make you the, make the most of your visit. And that's exactly what Disney Genie is here to do. We've made significant investments in this cool new technology, which guides you through our theme parks with tips that can help you reduce time in line, uh, discover magic around every corner, and take the guesswork out of what's next. Built right into the My Disney Experience and Disneyland apps, which is cool. They're kind of putting this into the existing app because there's nothing worse than going out of one app and jumping into another, in my opinion. Disney Genie Service will maximize your park time so you can have more fun. It includes a personalized itinerary feature that will quickly and seamlessly map out an entire day for you. From specific attractions, foodie experiences, and entertainment, to general interests like Disney princesses, villains, Pixar... Star Wars, thrill rides, and more. Just tell Disney Genie what you want to do, and it will do the planning for you. And here are a few parts, few of the new features that are going to be in it. You can get an itinerary updates from morning to night. Disney Genie will continue to update your itinerary throughout your day, so you can be more spontaneous and go with the flow. Find your favorites at a glance. Create your very own personal tip to instantly see your favorites it will display current and forecasted future wait times it'll help you predict when you might experience quicker entry to attractions and finally enjoy more flexibility and fun disney genie brings existing planning features together in one place join a virtual queue at certain attractions make dining and experience reservations mobile order food at many locations and get help from a virtual assistant and more for even more convenience and flexibility, which is going to be the next story. So I'm just going to, we're going to break this up into two parts. Let's talk about the free feature first. Sounds great. Sounds great. My one problem that I have with the free feature is it is going to make people more tethered to their phones. Instead of taking in walking down Main Street USA, yeah. it's going to literally, not that it wasn't already that way with the, yeah. uh, 
you know, with the existing app, but you're going to have people running into each other because they're in this app constantly. Now, if they can, you know, push it, and then once again, I'm not trying to make this sound elitist, you know, we're um, lucky enough to own an Apple Watch. It would be better if it pushes like an update or something to the Apple Watch because I don't want to carry around a phone the whole day. I mean, once I know where I'm going, I don't want, if I'm taking a picture, fine, but I don't want to be stuck looking at a phone all day. Here's the thing, though. We know what we like to do. We know where we like to go. We don't need Disney Genie to tell us. Fair. And and I love this option for first time park goers. But you're right; they're going to be happy. But to I'm their also phone a, lot. a little bit worried that more people will be in their phone instead of spending time with their family. And I understand what are they supposed to do. It's like how can you have a virtual assistant without using a smartphone? Right. So I get it. It's cool technology. I'm sure if it works the way that they're saying it's going to work, it's going to be a, a great add-on. So it'll be cool because it can help plan out a day for people. And it will do push notifications and be like, Seven Doors Mine Train only has a 45-minute wait, which is really good for that ride, even though it sounds like, oh, my God, 45 minutes. But once again, I just, I don't know. If everybody I just, gets a push notification, then everybody's going to go over there. I don't know, maybe not. And I'm guilty because we're you have to get into the phone all the time, but I don't want families going on vacation and they see the they see screens. I don't know. Well, I don't know. We're just going to have to see what it actually is like to make more of a judgment. I mean, the updates are nice. You know, I like that you can put your favorite things in there. That's cool. Um, I don't also don't want it to predict something and then it isn't true. And then somebody that's going to go into our future story here coming up about like expectations. Yeah. I hope it's accurate. (laughs) And it's, you know, and this isn't a knock on Disney technology, but sometimes the app bombs out. Yeah. Like, what do you do? We've had it before where the app's just not well, working, they're you know? improving their technology, maybe they're going to Hopefully, hopefully the they app. got a backbone. But for those people that don't have a unlimited data plan or something along those lines, they have to get their Wi-Fi fixed. Because with so many people going into that park and with them needing this to work, yeah. their Wi-Fi can't, it can't have a hiccup. It right. needs to run flawlessly. Yeah. Um, I agree. And I think... I mean, we already use our app for a lot of things. And we, order, yeah, and we, and we, we use it. Absolutely. Dining. But we put our phones in our pockets we then. We look at it. What are we going to do next? But for the most part, you know, we're we're trying to look at each other, look around, because there's so much to enjoy. And I just don't want people we'll to miss out on the magic because they're in their phone all the sure time. Make sure that you look, maybe stop, pull over, look and see what you're going to do. Figure it out and then put the phone away. And and back in the day of the fast passes, I used to be guilty of that. Oh, yeah. I'd be in an attraction queue trying to get my next fast pass. Right. And then I got to the point where it's like, you know, it's just not worth it. I'm literally not enjoying it because I'm trying to find out what I'm doing next yeah. instead of enjoying what's okay. in the moment, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's true. So I, I kind of learned that the hard way, and that's just, you know, just my opinion. That's just my two cents. But I think it's going to be very cool to help people have an itinerary for the day. I think that's cool. That's, that's I nice. just, it's, I mean, that's the way things are. That's the way things are. We had a spreadsheet, a laminated spreadsheet. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. like, but we had a, a piece of paper, you know, not mm-hmm. like that. But so it'd be kind of cool to have your plan on a on the app, you know. Um, but I think. Or, like, snacks. I don't know if there's a way to, like, say, oh, I really want to try this snack, and you can, like, put a star by it. So you don't I think there it. is. They said about the foodie guide, so it's like, hey, I want a I want Mickey pretzel. Right. Like, Where's my closest you know, Mickey pretzel? Like, I'm just thinking, like, too, we would say, like, oh, we're going to try this treat and this, you know, right. and that. And then we end up, like, oh, my gosh, we never did try that because we got so into, like, rides and what we're going to do next. So maybe if you have it starred... Which goes like back right to the expectations. There. It'd be right there. Oh, yeah. And th- and just because a genie tells you something or just because you think you have a plan... It doesn't mean it's always going to work don't out. Be af- don't, yeah, don't be afraid to mix it up yeah. because sometimes if you're in the moment, better things come yeah. up in the moment. But sure. uh, So anyway, the, that's, that's the free part. That's okay. the free part of it. And here's kind of where... This is a replacement to FastPass, and this is getting a lot of blowback some of it's positive some of it's negative and what is coming out of this we'll we'll go through this and then we'll we'll dive into it but this is kind of the contentious part of it for even more convenience and flexibility there are two other options for enjoying 
our theme parks. Through a queue, we are introducing uh, a new queue system called the Lightning Lane Entrance that also will save you time in line. Disney Genie Plus Service, and in parentheses, they have available for purchase. For the price of $15 per ticket per day, I'll say that again, for the price of $15 per ticket per day, family of four, that'd be 60 bucks. Family of five, we're talking 75 extra bucks per day at Walt Disney World Resort and $20 per ticket per day at Disneyland Resort. Choose the next available time to arrive at a variety of attractions and experiences using the Lightning Lane entrance. You can make one selection at a time throughout the day from classics like Haunted Mansion to thrill rides like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and newer favorites like Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, attraction subject to limited availability. This convenient option is the next evolution of the fan favorite Disney Max Pass service at Disneyland Resort and Disney Genie Plus will also include Disney Parks themed audio experiences and photo features to capture your memories, augmented reality lenses for those visiting Walt Disney World Resort, think Snapchat, and unlimited Disney Photo Pass downloads from your day if you're visiting Disneyland Resort. You notice in there Walt Disney World does not give you the Photo Pass. We'll talk about that in a oh, minute. Oh, that's another purchase. Individual attraction selections that are available for purchase. Once again, this is also additional money on top of the $15. Schedule a time to arrive at up to two highly demanded attractions each day using the Lightning Lane entrance like Seven Doors Mine Train at Magic Kingdom Park and Radiator Springs Racers at Disney California Adventure Park. Pricing for this option will vary by date, attraction, and park will be announced closer to launch. Lightning lane selections will be made on the same day of your visit and can be used across multiple theme parks if you have Park Hopper. Attractions continue to offer the traditional standby queue or a virtual queue at certain attractions like Star Wars Rise of the Resistance and it has been confirmed that Remy's Ratatouille will also be a virtual queue with no standby. That'll be an option, I'm guessing. Like Rise of the Resistance will be an option you can purchase separately on top of the $15. While the FastPass, FastPass Plus, and Disney MaxPass services will be retired, we're incredibly excited about the flexibility and choices Disney Genie service provides. You can choose from all of our new options, a mix of them or none at all, and continue to have a great experience no matter how you decide to plan your best Disney day. We are also making some enhancements to our Disney Access service, the Disability Access service, the DAS program, including new options to enroll in the program pre-arrival and for DAS participants to select attractions directly in the app. These options will be available in addition to our existing in-person DAS program. For more details about the Disney Genie or Disneyland.com, DisneyWorld.com, etc., etc., etc. Okay. Here's my thing. A lot of people have also said that the majority of other theme parks... Cedar Point here in Ohio, Universal Studios uh, out in uh, Disney or Orlando area too, or in uh, California, they've always had these systems. The problem the zoo had it, right? The problem is, it's another thing that is being taken away from people at Mm -hmm. Disney World. If you stayed on on property, regardless if it was a value or up to a deluxe. You would get into the park early. You used to be able to get into the park early. You'd have late hours. And you also had the three fast pass rides per day. And then once you exhausted those, you could try to get other fast pass rides. The problem with this is they've taken away, taken away, taken away. What used to be included has been taken away. So it's not so you can make the argument, well, they're just catching up with everybody else, but the reason why a lot of people are having a hard time Swallowing this is it used to be included. It's another thing being taken away and it's another service being plussed up. That being said, okay, devil's advocate, Disney, what is Disney World? What is the one thing that they keep on getting surveys back about? And I read them online all the time, people complaining, I don't want to wait in line. The lines are too long. They need to bring back fast pass. They need the system. Lines are too long. Lines are too long. This is their answer. This is their answer. And it but is, you're going to have to pay for but it. But you're going to have to pay for it. And they are literally okay with having less crowds, less people going to Disney World because they're sick and tired 
in my opinion, of having people complain about not getting on rides. Mindy and I saw this in person on our last trip. Cast members getting screamed at because people couldn't get on a ride or they were waiting in a line too long. We're talking terrible language. Think the worst worst cuss words that are in the dictionary being screamed at, at, at the cast members because they had to wait in a long line or couldn't get on a ride. And that is not the cast member's fault. So this is, this is what they came up with. It's one of those be careful what you wish for type yeah. deals because this is now what we have. what they were going to do. They were going to do this and they're justifying it based on the reasons that I just stated. Other theme parks are doing it. Um, the crowds are so high even with what everything that's still going on with COVID. When we went there this past summer, it was just as crowded as any other summer we've ever yeah. been there. Much so, more crowded in July than June. And like, ridiculously more crowded in July. And the fast pass so system much. is not in place. Right. But guests are used to having three rides that they can get on at a specific time without having to wait to get on the attraction. So, okay. And here's the thing, too. 15 bucks is at a price point, I think, where. People are going to probably pay it too. I think not everyone, but I think at 15 bucks per ticket, there's going to be, I would say probably two thirds, and I'm going to go that high, of people will purchase this. And here's where it becomes a kicker. If the majority of guests purchase this system, the standby lines are going to get so long yeah. that I don't see how someone can have a normal day at the park without this service. Yeah. If no one buys it, that's another thing. Yeah. And then it's, but that's going to be what we just experienced this summer, and the lines were still right, long yeah. without this system. Yeah, yeah. So, all that being said, I think we're going to try it. We're we're lucky enough to where well, at least one day we're gonna day, we're gonna be able sure. to afford to do Magic this. Kingdom, I would definitely because there's so many rides we do there, it, and there's other things we love to do at Disney Disney World besides just going on rides. So if we can knock out all the rides early in the day. Maybe that means that we just don't go to a sit-down meal and we eat a quick service meal on one of those days. Right. But we're definitely going to have to come up with the money and take it away from one of the other areas of our yeah. trip. Yeah. Because we're not going to we're not going to be able to spend more money, so we're going to have yeah. to throw something else out in order to pay for this. And we'll have to see it. We'll have to find out if it's worth it or not. Now, well, like the extra thing. The after hours party. Too. Yeah. You know, hey, we're going to throw something out to go to that. And now, too, they've got this for the big rides, the Riser Resistance. Yeah. The Pay more. I heard that there's going to be two rides, I believe, per park. They they believe, which is kind of weird, at Magic Kingdom, I believe it's going to be Space Mountain and, and Seven Doors Mine Train. Kind of surprised with Space Mountain. Yeah. But depending on the day, that'll be an additional 9 to 10 bucks per person yeah. for those rides. Now, some people might be like, I'm just going to stand in the queue and I just really want to ride Rise of Resistance, so I pay 10 bucks to guarantee me that I get on Rise of Resistance and they don't pay the $15. That'll be an option. They're oh. still going to have the virtual queue for Rise of Resistance. Hmm. But here's here's the kicker on that. There'll be less tickets available and less right. spots available yeah. in the virtual queue. It, oh, and it's already filling up. So they're going to have to allow people to walk on that are paying extra. So that means the virtual queues will even be harder to get with than they are now. Once again, that's my opinion. Yeah. I will have to wait and see. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I've, I've talked a bunch about it, Mindy. Give your thoughts on it. I guess I, I don't, I can't really voice an opinion until we do it. Okay, that's fair. I I mean, it is pretty annoying. I mean, 15 per person per day we have five people in our family so there's 75 more bucks a day right i mean and it's not like they keep on like making it cheaper to get there you know it's it's not the prices are are not going down and i will reiterate this was something so, that was included it used to be previously included, right. as part well, of your park another ticket. thing that used to be included was early magic hours right. now deluxe resort deluxe guests. resort only Right. So, you know, if we're taking a longer trip, we're not going to stay at a deluxe. Right. If we're there for a week, we, we, we can't, can't afford to go I mean, there. If we're going for three days, yeah, Unless we can we go can to a deluxe. Get but get DVC, which I think right. we need to do. Right. But, um, I mean, we definitely need to do it as much as we go. 
a quick sidebar on that. I I want you to elaborate a little bit more. You know, it's just another thing that it's like, we're going to try to make money. At this point, unless they come out with a new Fast Pass, which they have not, or not a Fast Pass, an annual pass that has this option, my understanding is annual pass holders would have to pay this $15 per day too. It will not be included in your annual pass. That might change as they uh, add different tiers on their annual passes but as of right now what they have been telling annual pass holders is you would have to pay extra for this on the day that you would want to use the service oh, so wow. it, and and we've had annual passes before Ooh. so we would have the park tickets oh cared for right. but you're not going to get it people that go all the time that have an annual pass now are they going to include this sometimes as a promo with the deluxe resorts maybe but as of today's recording Nothing is included in the annual pass. Nothing is included at a deluxe. So we shall see. And like I said, well, I, I think... You hour, extra hour for deluxe, and you do stay at a deluxe, get there in the morning. But think about those hour, I don't know. families of 12. We've seen those families, the reunion yeah. families. Right. 12 people no at 15 bucks a crack? That's a lot of money. I mean, that's that's some serious, serious you coins. You have to decide, like, what day do you want to use it, and what day do maybe you want to just, like, not use it. I don't know. I, get, I really want to so see how it goes. We're going to test when it out for two reasons. One, because I'm curious. Two, for the podcast, just to see. And we'll give our opinion on it. And When does it start? It starts October. They believe, they, they've believe said that they think they're going to kick this off right before the 50th anniversary. Well, I hope we can see some... They said fall. I hope but we can see it in action. They said in fall, but they believe it's going to be... I, be, I For the say, 50th. So. I just feel bad for people that are like have been saving and saving money... And now, oh, here's one more thing you have to spend money on. You know? Like, that makes me feel bad for those families. It's like, you've been saving money to get there, and now, oh, now you need to save more money. Well, the genie's out of the bottle, Mindy. So we uh, we kind of gave our thoughts. And, I mean, you know, let us know what you guys I think. Really and I see both, And I see both sides of it. Because, like I said before, we, the way that we are able to go to Walt Disney World... I can throw something else out on our trip. If we love this service, we'll be able to sacrifice something else and we could add this you feature. Want a sit-down meal for a whole day of getting on what you want? Well, it'd be more than that because the sit-down meal sometimes run us two, 200, 250 bucks if it's a character meal. Right. So you could do three or four days of this okay. instead of a sit-down character meal. How much meal. did we spend at Hollywood and Vine? Almost $300. There you go. It was I ridiculous. I that one out even though I love the meal. Love right. it. So, but that's what that's how we're planning on doing it. I'm just throwing that out there because it's an hour experience versus maybe three or four days of having this less well, lines. I, think I don't know. Pick and choose what do you want to experience, which goes along with the managing expectations thing that we're going to be talking about. That being said, Wait. I don't know. I could stomach the 15 bucks for the majority of the rides. I don't know if I can stomach paying extra for one or two special rides. No. I don't know if I can. I, I think that's my breaking point. I mean, point. I want to get the kids I on Rise of the Resistance once. Maybe one time if we don't get the virtual queue. Me, I, but I'm not paying. I'm not paying twelve bucks to ride trip. Space Mountain. No. If if but it's I'll included, if it's included in the Maybe fifteen dollar rope drop, it we'll, we'll work around that and we'll give tips too as as it gets closer on how to work around some of this I bet stuff Eagle too. But there'll be tips and we'll share those tips. So. Let's get off it. Yeah, I, th- I think I think uh, I w- this is a positive podcast. Yeah. I'm not trying to be negative, and I apologize if I came off negative on a couple of the stories here. I just I'm I I'm just concerned about this Disney genie, but I I'm going to keep a wait and see approach. I'm just my concerns come from I don't want to see a family that this could be a one time trip, and then they don't ever go to Disney World because of it. I don't want this to be what 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 finally might price someone out from going to Disney World. That's why we do this podcast. We love sharing information. I don't want someone to never be able to experience Walt Disney World because they just pushed it too far. They went too far. And that's why I would throw out, we will review this. We will buy this. We will let you know what we think of it. We will see what the lines are like for those people that don't buy it. We will share our experiences. And if we find out that you have to have this to have a good day, we will tell you, Here's some ideas of how to save more money. And I hate to use the word sacrifice, but we will help you come up with your own Disney Genie itinerary for what you can do to make sure you can pay for the service if push comes to shove. Yeah. Or maybe some people don't 
you know, like some of those lines might not be that long for the not as popular rides. I don't know. We'll see. But when we yeah. went in July, every ride had a pretty long line. It's so I don't know. And with that lightning lane is going to make the standby line longer. And I don't know if so the I'm parks sure. were just uber crowded too, because I know I've heard a lot of people say, you know, they had they had stimulus money that they were able to use and they were going to maybe go last year and they were going to and they had to cancel it so i don't know if it was just a race for everyone to get to the park and 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 it'll slow down a little bit but we've been we've been there so many we go in the summers primarily and i honestly thought at times it was the busiest we i've ever seen the crowds july for sure it was june June, no june was manageable i mean june but june was normal july was intense june was about like we've ever experienced and um, now that schools are back in session the parks are like really really like like crowds but that doesn't really help anyone because most you know most families probably can't do that so as soon as school starts i mean maybe or a lot of families can't do that i can't all right the last the last story kick it off mindy the most magical story on earth 50 years of walt disney world it's gonna air october 1st on abc it's free Oh my god! Because it's ABC. It's free. It'll be. It'll be. It'll be on regular TV. I don't know for sure. No, it's on. It'll be on ABC. So even if someone doesn't have cable or anything, if they have an antenna, they should. Anyway, (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) So I can't wait to watch this. I'm really excited. It's the most magical story on earth. Fifty years of Walt Disney World. Um, This special is hosted by Whoopi Goldberg. How about that? We'll take you on a journey spanning half. A century and beyond at Walt Disney World in Florida. The show. Please excuse any noises you might hear. We have three kids. We're doing this podcast in our living room with the door shut. The show will also feature spectacular visuals and musical performances from Christina Aguilera. She sung Genie in a Bottle. Um. And. Holly ba- uh, Bailey in front of the legendary Cinderella Castle at Magic Kingdom Park. You'll see exclusive interviews with iconic actors, actresses, and athletes. Walt Disney World cast members, Disney Imagineers, and executives, past and present, who have all played their unique part in sprinkling pixie dust over the most magical place on Earth. Check out what's in store and be sure to mark your calendars. All right, back to you, man. The iridescent, iridescent ear, like ear, my favorite ears. Special event will take viewers through Walt Disney World's humble beginnings in the swamplands of Florida and its evolution into a cultural phenomenon. Through an expansive look into the past, present, and future of the vacation destination, footage never been seen on television will give fans a glimpse into the journey to bring Walt's vision to life and look at plans for the future. The special will also spotlight some of Walt Disney World's most memorable pop culture moments, from the many sitcoms that filmed episodes in theme parks. You know what sitcom I'm thinking of? Full House. Full House. <laughs> Full House. Oh, to have the magic line here. They, say it, man. They went. No, what they, what they say. I'm going to Disney World. Or like, <laughs> what are you going to do now? I just I won the Super Bowl. Disney I want to go to Disney World. So, most viewers will get a heartwarming look at how Disney and Make-A-Wish Foundation nice. have worked together for 40 years which I can't wait for kids to get their Make-A-Wish trips again. You know, that's really special. Celebrities including Anthony Anderson, John Stamos, Marseille Martin, a whole bunch of people um, are going to share memories at Walt Disney World. And it airs Friday, October 1st from 8 to 10. I'm glad it's on a weeknight. Like weekend night, I mean. Yeah, Friday. Friday night. So you can stay up late. And And it'll also be nice. Cool. Hulu and Disney Plus. Great. Nice. Um, I love these when they have these. Oh, we always we, we watch them sometimes. Yeah. It might be a little bit on the cheesy side no, on some of it. Great. But I think it's this great. is going to be awesome yeah. because it's going to go through the history yeah. and kind of just go through stuff. 50 years over, let's say, probably an hour and 10 minutes, hour and 20 because they got commercials sprinkled in. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I, great. We're going to watch and it. And you can watch it again. Or if you can't watch it that night, if you have stuff going on you can catch it on disney plus or hulu so that's cool i'm glad that they always like kind of port those over to to their streaming services shortly after so that'll be really great not much else to say about that we just we thought it'd be good to throw this out there something to experience the magic at home that's right um because you know you can you can't go all the time so awesome all right well kind of 
we don't you got an article you want to kind of go over this um but um we're 40 minutes into it well we're gonna do it it'll be fine we, go, we won't go make ahead it too long but go ahead. we both decided on our last vacation it was just the two of us um we needed to do and 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 when we went with our kids i mean we definitely had to like get this in our mind you need to when you go to disney you need to manage your expectations you have all these things that you want to do your kids have, if your kids have been there before ours have they have things they want to do there's five in our family right i mean if you go with a lot of family you're going to have you know or just if you like we met up with friends so then you're like it's just so many opinions you definitely want to manage your expectations because you just don't want to be disappointed when you've spent all this money to go to Disney. You want to get everything out of it that you can. And just, you know, for us, I know for my husband, it's like an, it's like an escape from, because you work all the time. Like, I have summers off as a teacher, but for you, you don't. So this is like your way of kind of having a getaway, you know, and things like that. So you have these big expectations. Because it's your escape from reality. It's magical, you know, and or you've been there the first time and it was the, like this. The last time you went, it was like this. The memories. The just, memories. Yeah, absolutely. And you're just like wanting it so bad to be perfect. So we thought it was important to do a segment on managing expectations because let's just face it, you're, it's always not going to go the way you think it's going to go. It's not like that. And there's not too many places that you can actually look back and see like Cinderella's castle when you're leaving and be like, I want to come back. Right. Every time I've left uh, Disney World property, I've yet to leave the property and be like, um, I've had my fill. Let's find something else. No, at least not us. Um, some people don't like it. And, like and that's do. okay. And that's great. No problem. But the, for I me, I walk away and I'm already thinking in my head, yeah. when can we come back? Yeah. We start planning the I, next I trip. Probably it's... cry. I get a tear every time we leave in the castle, and you're just like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, whether whatever your last park it's is, over. it's just and sad when it's over. It is because it's so. it's memories and it's time with your family. Yeah, we get to spend time with our family. We're making memories. I hope that we can pass this down to the kids someday, to where if they you know have kids, that their kids get to go, and we're just we're I don't know places, even if it's not Disney. Yeah. Just you, it's to have those that the, exactly, special. but managing expectations is huge. Why don't you give a couple tips on that? So this article is actually it's not from DisneyParks.go.com, but it's from the Diz, okay. which we really enjoy a lot of things from the Diz. Great, great podcast. They got they, a great podcast they too. They have a podcast. They have a website. They have YouTube. I mean, they have everything. Um, it's called Mom Spectations. Because a lot of it falls on the mom's shoulders. Managing your expectations as your family's Disney planner. So I think that kind of falls under Derek too because he does a lot of the planning. Um, and I, you know, I plan. We you help. together. You really we help. Really we we, we did. We discuss everything. Yeah. I might be the one that pulls the trigger. You're I might be the one good. that tries to get something. <laughs> but we'll sit down and be like, Mindy will be like, I want this restaurant. Or do you agree? Yeah. Everything is co-decisioned. Right. So when you're going... You know, you've got all these expectations and, and you have all this anticipation. You're like counting down. Your kids are so excited and you just want it to be everything that you thought it was going to be. Everything your kids thought it was going to be. You just want it to go well. And I know every when we've gone on trips, you know, we always talk about like the good, but with the highs, higher than high, there's also the lows because it's hot, it's crowded, it's overstimulating. There will be meltdowns. There will be meltdowns. And it's inevitable. if you have a type A personality, I don't know anybody in our family that has that, um, it makes it easy to feel in control because you can go on the app, you can schedule all the stuff. Now with that genie. Um, we have five strong-willed people in our family. <laughs> what they don't give you is a planning grid for when things go sideways. You, you don't expect that. The ride goes down because of rain. Your favorite ride, or the ride's just down for your whole you trip. Or, yeah. I mean, if they if it has a problem, like right now, not that it's everyone's favorite ride, but living with the land's been oh, out of operation for four four or five days because oh, they had crazy. a malfunction. And it and if that's your only day at the park, you might not get to. There's been a couple times my favorite rides, Pirates. 
I didn't get to ride Pirates. Yeah, I was going to say that. It was down. Um, and like Annabelle loves Test Track. Right. The kids all love Test Track. And if it rains. Test yeah. Track is always down. For rain. At Epcot. Because of, yeah, rain and storms. Because a portion right. of that ride is outside. And if you got pelted with... It would hurt. I mean, yeah. So basically, you're just wanting everything to be perfect. Or even maybe, let's say it's a character meal. And then your kid is like tired, grumpy, has leg cramps, crying at the table. Sick. Or just flat yeah. out sick. Oh, yeah. I mean... We've had that happen. So you just have to always be like, okay... I need to manage my expectations. Here are some tips. Or I want to go. They've eaten. And yeah. My, you know, oh, yeah, they're done. They're I'm ready. 15 I'm minutes, and I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. So <laughs> For um, what we're paying, we're... Right. we're sp- <laughs> yeah. No, we're not going to go. You're going to sit here and like it. Um, remember, there is not one thing that will make or break your trip. If you think like, oh, my gosh, this one ride is going to make or break my trip. No. It will be okay. And you have to communicate with your kids. And you're in your own mind. If you can't ride that one ride you thought you were going to ride, you're still going to have fun. And our last rides. two trips, one one of the trips we could not get on Rise of Resistance. Yeah. The last one we were able to, but it did not ruin our trip. Mm-mm. Because we, we knew, I went into it, if I get to ride Rise, it's it's a plus. Some people, they're basing their whole trip around, oh, yeah. I'm going to ride Rise of Resistance. And I hate seeing people. Yeah. And then that's when you have the meltdowns and that's when you have the screaming at cast members. So what you need to do is just... And you don't want to get banned for life. Right. You know. You need a positive mindset. You just need to know that it's not always going to be perfect. Um, and smaller children might not even know it. So if you freak out. That's right. Because things as the adult, well, As the adult. As the adult. Absolutely. Then what are they going to do? You have to try to keep that positive They, they will feed off the, the adult's adult. energy. Right. So try really hard to just stay positive even if you wanted to do such and such and it didn't work out. Um, have small small daily goals like okay everybody in the family you get to pick one thing you want to do one thing today one and then that's worked really well for us yeah we'll always say like hey what's the one thing one that you thing you want to do today what is it that we're going to do everything in our power to make happen yeah, we're not barring one of those freaky right. things like a ride because yeah. a lot of times for the kids it might be a ride for yeah, for for many and I, it tends to be more of to be honest we like we might want to go back to a certain resort we're not staying at yeah and just be able Chill. to have, you know, have, you know, have a drink or have a meal or something and just enjoy the ambiance of that place. Everyone has a different yeah. thing that makes them I tip. find that when I think in terms of, I want to meet a few characters after lunch or I want to enjoy something in Adventureland. If you make it a little more vague, not so like specific you may not do something be disappointed. At, exactly like i want to go to the I polynesian snack that i've never tried before. i want to go to the polynesian yeah. resort whatever we do there is subject to the way things are going right another tip on this is don't um, underestimate the power of downtime oh my goodness you need a rest oh you need a break we've talked about this again and again and again you're better off sometimes powering through taking a break and then going back yeah if you stay and i understand it's so hard with the cost to walk out of a park but in the summer oh well they're even saying you can go have a dining reservation that's right you can go to a resort nearby that's go right sit in the shade, absolutely or maybe it's an indoor and attraction. we do that at magic kingdom yeah. you got all the monorail resorts you got yeah. you know contemporary right. polynesian the grand floridian or you could take a nice cool boat ride over to wilderness lodge and just keep an eye on your group and make sure everybody's okay i mean i've looked at you more times than before and could tell like maybe you're you're just like frustrated hey or me too why don't you go take a 15 minute break or you know go do something for a few minutes i'm i got them or take one kid and i'll take two and you know or the or this these two kids really want to go on this and one's like i'm afraid of this ride yeah it's divide and conquer sometimes i mean Um, it just is so that's kind of one thing and then also just take a deep breath before going on Disney transportation, you will have to wait. And people you will cut you off in the buses. <laughs> yeah. Um, just please be patient, no matter what it is. Um, you know, that's something. Oh, yeah. After the fireworks, I think they're saying, like, the transportation is usually very, very packed. So maybe you go and do something of it before going to get in line for the buses because they are a long line. Um, but if you just... And I think you're absolutely right. This whole managing expectations, 
one of her best one of her one of her best trips ever was uh november of 2020 we went it was a three-day trip masks outside Mm -hmm. masks inside Mm -hmm. And it ended up being one of our best trips. And the bottom line was we just wanted to be there. We had very, very manageable expectations. Almost no expectations. And it turned out being great because we had low expectations. And, I mean, every trip that we were like, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And we think that we're going to do something that is just something crazy. That's when there's always a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. And we've made that mistake too many times, and I don't want other people that go to make that mistake. You really do have to, to be there. you have to manage your expectations because I don't want people to be my trip stunk. Why'd your trip stink? I didn't get to go on rise of resistance, so you were there for four days, and your whole trip was ruined because you didn't ride rise of resistance. Right. There's still an entire Star Wars land, so even if you're a Star Wars super fan. I mean, I know Rise of the Resistance is an amazing ride, but there's a whole land of stars. And it's hard. So go to the it's, land and it's look hard. around and get immersed. It really is hard when you don't get to do something you want. And I will also, in full disclaimer, every trip we go on, a couple things that we want to do, we just don't get to. That's for sure. It happens every trip. So I have yet to go on a trip where everything just worked perfectly and something didn't fall through the cracks. And from a seasoned person that's been to Disney World numerous times, I just don't want someone to throw the towel in and have their trip ruined over a couple of things that go wrong. Because there's more good than bad. There really is a lot more good than bad that comes of it all. And it, I just don't want to see people because their expectations were, well, my friend told me that they got to do this and I didn't. Or I went to XYZ restaurant and I had a horrible experience. Yeah, but I love that restaurant. So, and and they change cooks. It could just be an off day. It could be that really wasn't your food, you know, food style. But thick enough. I think we. I think everyone got yeah. the idea. Yeah. But just manage your expectations. Just be positive. Try to stay positive. And if you have questions about, well, what should I do this or that? We're, we'll yeah. gladly answer any email you send I mean, to us. It's just our opinion. Right. But if you ask. You know, hey, can you give me an example of something that happened where your expectations weren't that and how you turned the day around? We'll gladly share those stories. I mean, we could we could do an episode just on that. Of, right. You know, we wanted to do this. This happened. And this is what we did instead. But I think the cool the thing that you have to do is you have to Kids. you have to recover quick. Yes. You can't sit there can when something goes wrong and let it go an hour, two hours, three hours. Because then you're just going back to your room and you just threw the towel in. And you've right. missed out on so I mean, much. We had a trip where Oliver got sick because he ate a donut or something and it was 95 <clears throat> degrees and he realized he hates donuts. And, just a second. And, um, you know, Derek was so upset and I'm like, I'll go back with him and take a nap. You take Owen, go, you guys have fun. And you guys went and made memories and met a bunch of characters. Ollie took his nap, he woke up, right. he had a pizza, and he was good. And I literally said, what do you want to do, Owen? I want to meet characters, and that's all we did. Oh. We met characters. Uh, Owen wants to say something. Come on, Owen. Okay, I've got a Disney hot take. You fans might not like it, but I believe that the mind train is overrated. This is off topic. <laughs> because you wait 120 minutes to ride a two-second ride. But, Fun facts from Owen. Go okay. Back. And that's one of those rides that you're going to pay more for. You're going to pay an extra 20 bucks. I don't know the official time, but it's like two and a half, three minutes or something. I don't know how long it is. You can Google it. But anyway, that, that's that's from Owen. Fun facts from Owen. There you go. And I think sometimes, you know, you just have to keep that positive attitude with the kids because they they will feed off your negative energy. So here's some, here's some great positivity to end, end the podcast. One of our favorite restaurants... Yes. And we just got to experience it the first time this summer. And we just went there for breakfast. But I've heard wonderful things about dinner, too. We're just going to specifically talk about the breakfast. But our dining review is Topolino's Terrace, Flavors of the Riviera. And it is at the Riviera Resort. And for breakfast, it is a character 
character uh, breakfast, and the characters were Daisy, Mickey, Pluto, and Donald. And Minnie. And Minnie. The Fab... Well, without Goofy. They replaced Daisy with Goofy, right? Or was Goofy there, too? No. I don't know. I don't think he was. I think they had Daisy instead Daisy of Goofy. Yeah. It was Daisy instead of Goofy. So... Fab Six would be Daisy, Probably but go Goofy. Anyway, Goofy's not it's there. The traditional Disney. Doesn't matter. It's right. like Mickey, Minnie, and all them. But I will tell you, and oh, good? this one right now for adults, it's forty-two bucks, but it is, it is actually really worth it. Kids that are three to nine, twenty-seven dollars, and the entrees, we each got um, the wood-fired butcher steak with a uh, polenta. And it was phenomenal. So tell them what time we went. We got it kind of as it would be like almost like a brunch. We got we got we got we got one of their last uh, last sittings, probably their last sitting of the day. It was like twelve thirty, twelve forty five. It was noon, I think. Um somewhere around in that ballpark. It was at least noon, yeah. It was definitely noon or twelve thirty. And it was just ridiculously delicious. The, the character interactions were phenomenal. Our service was phenomenal. This restaurant is gorgeous. And they call it, uh, it really does have a terrace. Topolino's Terrace. They have a beautiful terrace that you can go out and you can look over. You can see the uh, Caribbean Beach. You can see Hollywood Studios. You can see Epcot. It is phenomenal. Phenomenal experience. I think experience. if you want to splurge on a meal, this is it. Yeah. And they don't have... They don't have characters at supper. That's kind of why we avoid right. supper, and they have more fancy foods at supper. And it's more expensive at supper. Yeah. Uh, I had that's kind of a stretch, but some of their some supper, of their stuff at supper can be. It's forty two bucks flat, but by the time you add some things at dinner, you might pay that plus, because they have like you know tomahawk pork chops that I think are like forty five fifty bucks. Wow. And then there's a bunch of appetizers because this is flat. You get your your appetizer for this meal, this breakfast, is they give you like pastries, which were delicious. The kids love yeah. those. And I will tell you this: for this price, our middle son Oliver wanted more food. They did not charge us extra. Nope. They brought him out more eggs. So I have heard that you could you order an entree. And you might not get a full... I've heard some people that have gotten a second entree free of charge. I've heard some where they just give you a small taste of that other entree. But if I would have been like, could I have a little bit more steak? I um, can't guarantee it, but I'm pretty confident we would have gotten. Because uh, literally, they, 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 br- they brought us two plates of the pastries because the kids demolished them. Yeah. And then I know for a fact they, the second plate of eggs they brought over was bigger than his first plate. And it was only eggs. And it was just eggs. Because so like, he got the two he eggs, two eggs any any style, any style, and then this next one, he's like, I just want wants, I scrambled just want eggs. eggs. And they, and they brought him a platter, not a plate, <laughs> right. a platter Humongo. of scrambled eggs. And he ate it. Yeah. He, he definitely what, what got our money's worth. What am I missing? What am I missing? Um, I, I don't want to underplay this. It's that good. It's, I, we've had Chef Mickey's. We love, this is better. Yeah, and they do have the Mickey waffles for the kids, which are the staple for I know Chef their Mickey's breakfast. Is like, you gotta go, but this place is better. Did we opinion. have a cocktail? No, I don't think we did. I, I think we just had. We all, had coffee. All, for that cost, it bring, gives you all your juices, all your coffees, and soft drinks and whatnot if you wanted one. Um, but they do have some uh, uh, cocktails for the adults. They got a classic mimosa, a classic Bellini, a Riviera Bloody Mary. I don't think we got any of that. I think we went. We talked about it, but we didn't. The, yeah, you're right. Just the we had coffee and juice. I think. I think I had orange so. juice and coffee. Yeah. Oh, they have the guava juice. Oh, that's right. They also yeah, serve. They, kept they have the same juice that they, they serve at the, the Ohana Polynesian for their breakfast. Oh, and the kids were demolishing this juice, and I'm oh, like, you kids it. need to stop it because you're gonna get sick. That's how much juice they drank. The they wouldn't stop. They will bring you. They just keep on bringing it. And the character interaction was great. Now, um, right now, the characters stay a little ways back, and then you, like, take a selfie. So that's kind of, like, what what you get with the characters. Um, uh, breakfast a la art with Mickey and friends. Start your morning with this breakfast. Beautiful roo- rooftop restaurant. Offering an exclusive storybook dining experience. It's kind of, like, themed French. No Pluto. I was wrong. 
Oh, it was Pluto. It's no, Mickey, Pluto? Minnie, oh, Donald, okay. and Daisy. Oh, okay. I thought we saw Pluto. I could have swore. Anyway, doesn't matter. I don't remember. All I know is maybe maybe you're thinking of over at Hollywood and Brian. Mm. But um, while enjoying the breakfast and the bird's eye views, Mickey and his friends are excited to see you. As part of our new character dining, all guests will be able to see Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy. And they parade through the restaurant. And, and they're dressed up in their, uh, uh, from France, they're like and French. Like art yeah. kind of And it, yeah, it's really cool. It, it's really neat. And then they're, somebody, did somebody get the sour cream waffle? I feel like somebody did. Owen did, didn't he? Or did you? Did you? No, we got the steak. No, I got the steak. You asked to taste it. He brought it to you. You're like, I was wondering about these stuff. He brought one special. One, one waffle for he me. He brought to one taste. waffle for you he to did, taste. That's what I it was. was curious yes. about it. So we got we actually got that yeah, waffle as did. well as yeah. the platter of egg. He did. You're right. That's what happened, I'm and, sure. And he was amazing. I wish I would have written down the guy's name. He was such a good Everyone was nice. I bet you they're all Everyone was nice. Um they, they say there's a dress code. Um, I mean, I don't think that we were dressed up like that. I always wear like polos it says and men dress must shorts. Wear khaki slacks, dress shorts, and collared shirts. That's dinner. Oh, that's it's dinner. dinner. Okay, I'm like, it's not we breakfast. didn't have that on. And the kids definitely had like sports they're, shorts. They're and not stuff. gonna. No. They're not gonna turn you away. Now dinner, you might dress up a little more like Cali Girl. But that being said, Cali Girl has a dress code. I've seen people in there in flip flops and t-shirts for whatever. It's I don't think they're gonna turn you away. Unless you're in your bathing suit. I think they try to have that out there so they hope more people dress up, but they're going to take your money. <laughs> um, do we want to go through what they 730 have 7.30 to 12.15. We had a t- probably 12.15. 12.15. Well, yep. what happened was they extended how many? They extended the time. Yeah, you they can read them. You can read the menu real quick. We talked about the oak-fired steak, but go they ahead. They have um, a quiche. They have two eggs any style, a wild mushroom scramble. That'd be like probably your vegan option, I'm guessing. Um, plant-based. Yeah, plant-based. Yeah. Sour cream waffle, which I did taste. It was really good. Smoked salmon. Okay, they have a fruit plate, but for that much money, why on God's green earth would you get a fruit plate? Spice sausage. Spice sausage hash. And then, of course, the wood-fired butcher steak, which I highly recommend. Now, if you... Here's another tip about restaurants, I feel like. If you look at polenta... Common something or other. I can't even read it. You've got tomatoes, roasted onions, wild mushroom, conserva, and watercress. If I looked at that description, I would be like, I don't like that. And I remember we were having this, and I'm like, just get the steak. Just get the steak. And it was It was so phenomenal. good, and I am picky. Phenomenal. So sometimes they'll have these like outlandish descriptions of these things. But we'll see Try people. It. We look at the videos, too, from yeah, sometimes the vloggers. And I'm like, no, I've seen this wood-fired butcher steak. Yeah. Just get it. It was And the polenta, so oh, my Lord. I can't even tell you. I just. How good it was. I want, like, of all the restaurants we went to, and we went to a lot of restaurants to get out of the heat, that is, like, the one restaurant I want to go back to. Absolutely. Like, I feel like I have to go back there. Whether Kit. it's, maybe not this trip, but maybe, like, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like that is, like, a place that I really would like to go. Kids' options are your typical fare. Scrambled eggs, fruit and yogurt, Mickey waffle, Mickey waffles. Oh, they love And then that. they can have, on the side, sausage, that. potatoes, fruit cup, bacon. And then, of course, the specialty character drink was that. I uh, that, but... uh No, but it was the pomegranate. It wasn't okay. I don't know. They there the it juice. is. It's it was they had that pog juice okay. stuff. It's called pog juice. It's like pineapple, orange, and guava. It was so good. But it's so, uh, anyway, phenomenal. Just phenomenal go experience. There. Just and go there and let us know. It's gorgeous. Yeah, and let's say gorgeous. this is too expensive for your taste. You know, maybe that is too much for you. Go to the Riviera. Go to the quick service. Oh yeah. Quick service over there at the Riviera. Yeah. It's very, very Primo good. Piatto. Yes. Unbelievable. So for breakfast. Holy for you, moly. Or say you're like, I have to buy the Lightning Lane. Ridiculous. So I need to cut down on a sit-down meal. Well, still go see the Riviera for your break and go to the quick service because we loved great it. food there too. Uh, that Primo Piatto was ridiculous. They've got your typical, you know, like Mickey waffles and stuff too. But we got that... Uh, the sandwich. I, the sandwich that was like the Monsieur oh, croc so or something good. like that. It was, oh my goodness. It was, 
a cheese ham sandwich. I think with maybe a little bit of egg off the top of my head. And yeah, it had, it had it had an it had a uh, scrambled egg on it, and you just use a fork. You use a fork and a knife. I wish I could make. And that. it was just it was phenomenal. It, really I just it was great. Anything else uh, before we close out the show? hit a lot of points um and i would love to hear anything that you if you've been to topolino's yeah 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 been to topolino's you liked it you didn't like it um, are you excited about these uh, uh genie? disney genie yeah, i mean maybe maybe you're like you know what i'll splurge i'm already paying how much to go i want to get on my rides you know whatever you know so. let us know what you guys think let us know what you want us to talk about We've been to a lot of uh, restaurants, too. Is there a dining review we haven't done that you'd like us to review? Throw it out there. If we've been there, we'll, we'll do the dining review. So I think our next dining review might be California Grill. We're, we're kind of tossing that one around. So. Or it could be Hollywood and Vine. Okay. We, went, we went on a bunch of them recently, so we'll we'll definitely put, put one up there on the next one as well. But I guess we're at an hour and five minutes, so we'll close it out, Mandy? Yeah. Okay. If you have any questions about anything discussed in today's show, please email Mindy and I at wdwchasers at gmail.com. We are on Facebook. Just search the WDW Chasers and look for our logo. It is a closed group, but please feel free to join our group. We'd love to have you. And as always, thank you for listening to the show. And remember, whatever your dream is, don't be afraid to chase it. Until next time, Derek and Mindy Chaser, Chasing Away. Have a great one.